0: Welcome to the Ten for Ten.
1: Artie
2: Steve
3: have I ever shared that I call you Artie in honor of Artie Lang?
1: I mean, with me, you have.
3: So I just wanted to share uh, an Artie Lang story or kind of connect it to a bigger thing because it entertains me and this is just really what we're about is entertaining ourselves right now. So I know Artie Lang because he was on the Norm show from Norm MacDonald, who was just brilliant in so many ways. Familiar? Mm-hmm. Your lack of passion disappoints me, but I'll move on. So well, I'm, lear- I'm learning. I'm in learning mode. That's true. And you were watching um, Loudermilk, so we're going to have some grace with you. But the, the Norm show, like, it went on for like three or four years, and the first two years were brilliant. It kind of hit a thing, but the first two years were great. The premise is that um, Norm MacDonald plays a hockey player. He was kind of like a, a goon, like an enforcer. And I think he's arrested, Derek. Is a tax evasion kind of in that bracket? Yeah. Uh, so, I believe so, yes. So he, and you have to take a leap of faith in the plot here, but like he's arrested and then he's sentenced to be like a therapist. And he's working okay. the whole premises. He's in the office with all these other therapists working. So kind of like a Mike Duck situation. Yeah, but, you know, you need some advanced degree to be a, a therapist, which kind of gets to the joke there. There's a point like, and the cast was so great, like Alf, the dad from Alf is actually like the the antagonist of the show. And they're <laughs> talking one time and Norm says to Alf's Alf dad, like, you do realize I have been arrested and sent to jail and on probation to do the very job you chose to work to go to work to do. Yeah, that was the long way to get to a bad joke, but I just, you know, I had an Artie length thought in my <laughs> head, and then the Norm show, and you know, with Norm Pass, and I think it's vital to keep him relevant. That's fair. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Only on this show do we get this this high quality content.
4: Well, I, I, I mean, we're gonna
0: need a new show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any other thoughts there, Steve? Or, or uh, is your new favorite team? I, I I forgot to mention this past couple of weeks. Is your new favorite team the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> because if I say a louder
1: milk, yes,
3: <laughs> I can't like a team with Kenny Pickett a quarterback. Man, that is uh that is brutal.
0: Even even if they have a louder milk, okay. Yeah, it's that bad. Yeah, I get it. I get it. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's jump into it here um so very interesting development uh one of these untouchables uh bill belichick sorry civil war bill um got a little bit of a a comment from his owner uh the other day uh basically saying almost like his job is on the line or he's on the hot seat with the way that the patriots have been doing so how legit do you think that is steve is he on thin ice or is this just something to to try and get the team going from the owner
3: like, they snuck this news item through, like, last week, I think. I don't know if anybody saw it, but, like, despite all this chaos that has built up Belichick's current reg- regime, like, he just signed a contract extension like this previous offseason. So I don't think the Kraft Gillette money is going to be, like, hitting the coffers if they've got to give up Bill Belichick. But it's a mess. Like, Bill Belichick, the GM, is, like, just giving it hard way to Bill Belichick the coach, like. The first round cornerback they drafted this year has been fantastic. They've got a good offensive lineman he drafted a couple of years ago. Who's the next best player on New England? I, I,
2: I'm legitimately asking you that question.
1: Bailey really Zappy.
0: Z. Zap, zap, baby. <laughs>
2: no.
0: Zap, zap. That, that is a very good question.
4: Derek, do you have an answer for that? Uh. <laughs> And Matt, Matt Judon, oh, but he's injured too, so.
3: Yeah, he's got a torn bicep, otherwise yeah, that would be a good answer.
4: <laughs> Can I just say, though, I, I do love, uh, Civil War Bill, I think that, uh, might have been my favorite, uh, bit from last week, um, <laughs> although, I do have to say, I actually have a beef with you, Steve, like, you did sports trivia on the week that I was not on the pod, so, you know, that, uh, that was a little disappointing, but, uh. You that, want to spend time with
3: your wife. How am I supposed to plan around that? <laughs>
4: no, that wasn't my excuse. Uh, okay. uh, but with Belichick, I feel like six Super Bowls, you are exempt from ever getting canned, no matter how bad it gets. Um, but I also feel like right now they are in potential tank mode, where in the NFL, you actually really get. Rewarded immediately for tanking, so uh, and and they've screwed up a lot of draft picks. So to get near the top, it feels like there's plenty of incentive for them to tank. So like I think the question was first posed is like did did uh, Belichick not have his team ready to go on Sunday? And I think that that is true, but maybe that's uh, that's all part of the master plan to help this team rebuild. Wouldn't that be some I mean,
3: serious subterfuge if, like, he and he and Robert Kraft were on this deal of, like, we're going to make it look like we're having conflict, but secretly secretly, we're just all blaming this on Mac Jones and Bailey Zap Zap, and then we're going to go get us some Drake May or Caleb Williams, and we're going to be back next
0: year.
4: Yeah, isn't that kind of the Patriots way, to just put on a front and then behind the scenes, they're scheming the whole time? What do you think, Alex?
1: Well, let me, let me walk you through a picture here. Last time you all went to the grocery store and you went down the packaged dinner aisle, when was the last time you didn't see Kraft Mac and Cheese, one fourth of the aisle, right? Yeah. I'll Let me tell that. you, if Robert E. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese ever lost one year, <laughs> he'd be he would hate himself. So six Super Bowls isn't enough. Kraft Mac and Cheese demands champion every single year. Just like their
0: fine and solid american made product and and they have a quarterback named Mac, so so it works out really well, doesn't it sure yeah <laughs> I, was, I was trying to add a little bit to to that and, and, and support you in your in your, uh, your craft c- yes mm-hmm. it's not craft zap and cheese right it's- you can
1: go into a gas station and find craft he's everywhere.
0: Yep, yep. I'm like uh, 70% sure he makes Kraft Mac and Cheese. Uh, yes, you, you would think somebody in his family would. I bet uh, you. Know. So, a uh, little bit of uh, NFL history here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, um, pretty impressive record, had a touchdown in 17 straight games going into the game last week. Um, and they tried to, they really tried they were destroying, what are they playing, the Jaguars, I think? Just destroying them. Like, the starters were not in anymore, except CMC. And they kept handing him the ball because they were on the 20, they were on the 10, they were on the 5. You knew he was getting the ball somehow. They were trying to give him that touchdown, even though they were already creaming the Jaguars. So, first of all, I think that's pretty cool. Jaguars handled it well. They knew what was going on. They knew the history and, and possible record-breaking, but... Derek, are we ever going to see this happen again in the next 10 years? 17 straight games of touchdown that just seems unheard of in this, this stage.
4: Yeah, I mean, I say, you know, records are meant to be broken. So, um, but I think the way the NFL is going with running backs and a lot of shared backfields, it feels like if this one gets broken, it would be a long time before that happens. But I, I feel like there's always, Everything goes in cycles. There's, uh, you know, a new era of running backs being obsolete, and then at some point they're kind of resurface. It's like uh, big men in the NBA. They're gone for a while, and then they come back, and it's weird. So I let, I think that uh, it, it will last for a long time, but probably eventually be broken, as all records are.
1: Alex, um, I think it's a pretty cool record. But like all those records where there's like like a certain amount of like games with a touchdown or a certain amount of you know things with a home run or you know I'm, I'm using other sports obviously you don't get home runs in the football those records stress me out you know what I mean I try not to keep track of those ones because I'm like this is game six and I'm like oh my gosh is our guy gonna get a touchdown you know what I mean but um, I feel like those records get broken all the time and. As a secondary job, I think I'd want to be an NFL statistician because I think at this point it's just about finding any record you could possibly find. Like, there's, like, they will pop up with the most random things, like, Jameer Gibbs is the best person on third downs on Saturdays because he played, like, a Saturday once. I swear they find the best statistics. So, I mean, I feel like every NFL player has a broken record somewhere, but I don't know. I think someone's going to do it someday. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, like what Derek was saying. They're gonna show up. There's gonna be some magic kid, you know. You
0: would you would think so, but I remember them showing on the screen uh, the other people who who kind of were up there were like 15 games, 16 games. The record he tied um, was with um, Hall of Famer Lenny Moore. Um, if that name rings a bell, he was a former Colts running back, I believe. I guess in the 70s. I'm guessing based on the picture that I saw at the bottom of the screen. So like, that's what I'm asking. Ten years, Steve. Like, the last time somebody did this, I think like 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah, I don't. I think
3: Alex talked. We talked about the specialized nature of running backs, third down running backs, split backfields. Um, just, and it's a consecutive games. So running back to not miss 17 games. So. I don't think the percentage chance is zero, but I certainly wouldn't bet on it. I mean, heck, we're going to talk a little bit later. looks like your guy, Bijan, and, like, you know, it just takes one coach to kind of get a hair up his butt, and the guy doesn't play for a half. Um, So I don't think it happens, but I do think it's possible. Um, I do have two sub points I want to make quickly. Alex, you talked about you want to be, like, the statistician statistician guy in the NFL, but last week you wanted to be the head of, like, Social media, so if both jobs came to you and you can only do one, what are you doing?
1: Oh, man. Statistician, I, I think, because then I don't have to talk to people. I'm not going to get on the internet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And does anybody else think Christian McCaffrey is a jerk? I don't know. Why I do mean, you- in the commercial he's, in, he's uh, kind of a jerk where the kid's, that kid's like, oh, man. Christian McCaffrey, this kid's school keep making fun of you, and, and he's like, "Buy more things, boy." He's like, "Okay, sir, I'll go buy more hundreds of dollars of jerseys."
2: Anyway, and then he just disappears, and <laughs> the guy's
3: like, "You still suck." After this kid is head to toe in Forty Nine er gear, and his poor mom's probably shelled out a thousand bucks for this this kid to just look like a noob. Like, what is the moral of this commercial? I need to know. You can prove <laughs> how cool Christian McCaffrey is by buying his stuff.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much.
4: Uh, uh, McCaffrey went to Stanford, so he, he's a jerk for sure.
0: Thank you. Should we release
1: like a jersey for us, like a like a Steve jersey? We'll try to sell it. We can find like a third party. Just put it on there, see if anyone buys it. Yeah. I would like that as a Christmas
3: present if you don't get me a Young Way koo jersey, Alex. Okay.
0: Young Way Steve, huh? Young Way, yeah, anyway. Hey, Hey, Alex, are you ready to shine? No. Well, yes, I'm it's, always ready to
1: shine, baby.
0: Yes, it's Alex's time to shine, everybody.
1: Shine, shine bright like a diamond. That's what they. That's what they said in the ancient texts.
0: So we're going to try to take you a little bit out of your comfort zone because this is not a direct offensive line question here. Um, so dipping a little bit into special teams, what do you think went wrong last night uh, with with Buffalo putting twelve men on the field and then Denver having to re-kick and actually winning the game?
1: Well, so from my football experience, it's actually very easy to
4: make a mistake like that.
1: Because it's a very hard thing to keep everybody on the same page when it comes to like packages and then like injuries and like knowings for subs and things, and even on special teams, right? Like it you have to think about it too. It's like there's someone on that sidelines that has to think one person goes down on a special team thinks who's gonna be where, where, and where in so many different areas. Now, that's not me saying that it's like excusable for an NFL to team, NFL team to do it because even though it's hard in the NFL, they're supposed to be perfecting hard. You know what I mean? That's a dumb way to say it, but communication is always something that's very difficult on the sidelines when you have 40 seconds in between the play, and it's very easy to see those things on TV. But when you're on the sideline, it's so much harder. So like you have to really rely on communication and knowing and trusting people know what they're doing. So
3: now it's hard. This is a little guy who is responsible for counting out there to, like there are if there are 12 of us i have to run off the field or is that not a thing
1: no because usually what happens is you have to be paying attention to who's in your spot or like your position i mean like when i when i played um yeah normally that was pretty much it it was like i we would have occasions where like someone two people would be on the field and they'd be confused but they'd run into each other and be like what are you doing here you know what I mean? And you'll actually see that in the NFL sometimes too, where they're like pointing at each other and one guy sprints off the field. I actually see it a lot in college, but it's just kind of—I don't know. That's how we usually always determine it.
0: I think what you're thinking of, Steve, is the the punt returns. So I think the punt returner counts everybody every time um, to make sure there's not twelve. I I'm not sure who that would be on on field goals because like nobody's back to receive the field goal. But
1: but like on defense, who are you going to do if you count twelve?
0: Right, you're like one, two, and you know you gotta be a fast
1: counter, right? So like, how do you? That's an important position. You gotta find the fastest counter on the team. What are do you doing? Tryouts, anyway. <laughs> uh, so then they're like one, two, that's your real three, job, four, Alex. Four. Counter up 12 in the NFL field. You know, and then they and then they have to and then you know they have to you just picture this, okay? You're 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 a linebacker, okay, Steve? steves uh, who who wants to be the? Uh, I'm gonna pick Derek. Derek's a linebacker. Okay, you're like, all right, we're in the low, like, they they called in the packages. Three people ran off of three. Something doing the number ends on. You're all starting to line up. You can't count them yet because everyone's running around in circles. And then you start counting, and you're like, okay, one, two, three. Wide receiver's in motion, so guys want to cross. Then you're like, wait, did I count Steve? <laughs> Seven? Eight? And then by the time you're at <laughs> nine, they hike the ball because you're not in control of the ball. See what I'm saying? And then what if you are at 12? The only thing you really do is total timeout. Because if you sit there and yell, there's a 12th guy on the field, they're going to hike the ball as fast as they can, you know what I mean, before they can sprint off. And in the,
0: situation, you... and, and then the refs are going to say, oh, there is? Thank you for, for letting me know that, yeah.
1: No, yeah. I mean, they should be aware of that. But, you know, it's, it's hard. On offense, at least, it's a lot easier, too, usually. Because, yeah, I very rarely ever see 12 people on offense. On defense, it's usually where it's hard because, they're, again, they're switching in all those packages and things. So, so is the answer
3: you don't know. What do you mean? That was an okay
1: answer. <laughs> it's hard. It's a lack of communication. It's very <laughs> much no, I'm not saying, saying,
3: saying you don't know because you're an idiot. You're saying like there are too many variables to know there's not a Oh. Yeah.
1: There's you can't pick just like one thing. I mean, it could be a ton of things like some guy thought someone else was hurt because he went down in the first quarter on kickoff and he was special teams player. And so he thought he was going to cover in. Turns out he was fine. Both of them ended up out there. That could be a thing that happens. Uh, coach tells this guy to replace this dude. Turns out didn't tell the other dude. That happens. Okay. You know what I mean? So Especially on kickoff, it can be a little kick, kick defense. It could be a little bit easier because, like, you can, like, chuck a bunch of guys on one side and assume you're, like, an edge rusher. So you might not – it's a little bit easier to not notice. But, yeah, no specific answer. Like, they would have to come out and say where well, the communication
0: dropped down. Yeah, that's my answer. Well, that's acceptable. It's acceptable to me. To your brother, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anything would but
1: Steve. Steve looks disappointed in my knowledge of football.
3: No, I'm not No. It's I think it's just the part of me that wants closure. Like I want to know who screwed up and I can understand how we don't know, but we'd like to know.
1: Yeah, well like most teams never say that, you know what I mean? Like they keep asking like what? I think I saw an interview with Marshawn Lynch, and they kept being like, so what in the world happened on that pass play in the Super Bowl? And I think it finally came out, like, Pete Carroll answered a couple of questions about it recently, finally, and he was just like, that was our, you know what I mean? It took years before they actually admit, like, what's going on with those decisions and, like, why
0: mistakes happen. Yeah. So sticking with that game, um, I blame the coaches always, Uh especially on a special teams play like that, like, you have one. It's not like a defense in my mind. Uh, you you have like one kick block package. Like you have the same people out there on a field goal try every single time. So I'm not sure how you get twelve. But I mean, you don't know that. I, I, I don't. Yes, I'm, I'm very naive in my football knowledge, which is why I'm glad we have you. Because um, like, if you think about it, NFL, right? They have more than one because they
1: do have on a kick on a, on a. Let's say if it's a really deep kick, they'll put someone in the back, right? Let's say if it's a really important kick and they have to block it or they lose, they put on those quick dudes, man. They don't need that block, even if they're not experienced because they need it. You know what I mean? Those are the kind of changes that they can make. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not an NFL coach.
0: Hey, so so sticking with that game, uh, if I was the owner, um, I would have, I mean, you lost to the Broncos at home. You lost to the stinking Broncos at home because you had 12 guys on the field. That is not acceptable. And so what do they do, Derek? They turn around and, Fired their offensive coordinator, because that, means that. Uh, so what what thoughts do you have on that?
4: Yeah, well, first I would say with with Alex's scenario there as the linebacker, i did I did feel a little stressed, like having that whole breakdown, so I it kind of framed it a new life for me. Uh, but <laughs> if we take a, a bigger step back and we look at what the bills did, uh, there is a term in our field, the mental health field. Uh, that Steve would be familiar with and it it is called psychological displacement so uh if you have an it's an unconscious defense mechanism to shift the blame to move it from the coaching staff who would be responsible i mean it was a a, a player's breakdown but but then you're looking at the head coach the defensive coordinator the special teams coach so there there should be you would think some accountability but uh, they do a shift. You can say, well, maybe they had underlying offensive issues. Um, but you can never prove psychological displacement because it's unconscious. So, uh, But uh, that was my first uh, reaction to that, uh, that they did an interesting little sleight of hand to shift the storyline there. And But maybe this new coordinator, this uh, Joe Brady, He can know that if there's ever, like, a big offensive failure, maybe they'll, you know, blame the defense or the special teams coach for that. So it's a pretty bizarre situation.
0: Steve, what are your thoughts? Ken Dorsey.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I'm not a Sean McDermott fan. I was talking on text last night. This is uh, Sean McDermott is a guy who still wears whitey tighties and has a lot of skid stain issues. So from here on out, I will be referring to Sean McDermott as skid stain like I do you know he was, poops his pants How was how is the offensive coordinator to blame because josh allen threw two should have been three picks how is that his fault that he can't put the ball in james cook's stomach and instead, instead tries to throw it into his chest plate like that that did not feel no i i i don't get it i don't get it i think that's scapegoating and uh Maybe he's a guy fighting for his job because there's no way in theory the Buffalo Bills should be five and five on the outside looking in. Alex? How
1: did you, how do you know the guy? Why are we calling him Skidmark? He poops his pants?
3: <laughs> That's my working theory. Yes.
1: Okay. It's a theory. It's not proven. Steven, those are big. Those. This is a nationally podcast something. You know, we can't be telling people pooping their pants and we don't know if they're actually pooing. Dropping those deuces. Um, I'm gonna psychokinetically blame.
3: Oof. Psychokinetically, I like this. Yeah, that's what
1: Derek was saying. He was psychokinetically connected to blame. Is when we when something happens, we blame someone else. I'm listening. Um, I'm gonna blame Bill Belichick.
0: I agree that. That he makes should money. be fired. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you I,
2: think he gets free mac and it. cheese?
0: Does he what? Do you think he gets free mac and cheese? He has the body for it. That would <laughs> explain. Yes.
1: <laughs> and I mean that in the
0: kindest of ways. Uh, he certainly doesn't get free dress clothes because he likes to wear his hoodies. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so right. sick of noodles. Uh, yeah. Cuts off his sleeves. <laughs> they look like noodles. I think we're on number six. Uh I don't know. I lost count. See, I can't count either, so I wouldn't be any good in a field goal situation telling somebody to run off the field. Um uh, let's get into some more uh NFL stuff here. Um I'm sorry, I do need to pause the podcast and,
3: and crush souls. Robert Kraft is not the craft of craft macaroni and cheese. Aww.
1: Then what is he doing? Gillette race that's his thing. I did not like the Patriots before and now I like them less. Wait a second. Like a McDermott. second. We are Look. going to rewind 30 seconds and we are going to pretend we are going to pretend. I'm sorry, we're not going to pretend. We are going to legitimately rewind the past 30 seconds and we are all going to go back and we are all going to believe that Robert Kraft created the mac and cheese.
3: We don't have to. It's actually he does actually own the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Corporation. We're fine.
0: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all okay. those right in the world again Mm-hmm. Uh, latest uh, NFL power rankings from, from multiple media sources uh, have Philly at number one Kansas City at number two Baltimore at number three Detroit at number four and Dallas at number five so instead of uh, being a homer and making this uh, about all about Detroit again does that feel right, the top top to bottom, or do you think those are the top five teams in that order, Derek? Uh,
4: I don't have any problems with one through four, um, but I would take out five Dallas and put in San Francisco. Um, 49ers, like, I mean, the beginning of the season, they looked like the best team, and then they lost three in a row. And that game that they lost on the road against Cleveland, was that was a – kind of a flute game it felt like. So when they are playing their best, um, I think they are definitely a top five team. And they're the team I, I actually think is uh will they're my team to come out of, of the NFC still. So I uh definitely would have the Fort Niners in the top five.
0: What about you,
1: Alex? Does that feel right? I was actually gonna say the same thing as Derek, but must much less intelligently. Um I still think San Francisco's a good team. I think the Cowboys are a good team, too, but I would head them in the North five. I'm worried that the Lions are so high, but that's cool. Do you think that the San Francisco's for April Fool's Day will change their name to the San Francisco Treats one year? i <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
0: I was just thinking about that. That would be awesome. uh yeah. at a little
1: rice roni logo.
0: Yeah, too bad the NFL doesn't play in April. Otherwise, that would be a perfect promotion, I think.
1: Well, April Fool's in December. I mean, okay, you tell me this. If there is a way to sell jerseys, you make
0: the San Francisco treats, everyone would buy that jersey. The Washington football team versus the San Francisco treats, yeah. What Love were it. we
1: talking about again? Uh,
0: power are oh, right. the top five. Okay. You're good. Yeah, I,
1: I think the San Francisco treats should be number
0: five. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Does that feel right? That feels pretty good. Uh,
3: Philly and Kansas City play this week. I, it's just going to be such a fun Monday night football game <laughs> to watch. Um, one of the few times I don't mind the fact that I've got a lot of Monday night action. Definitely agree with Baltimore's three. I didn't realize it until you were talking, Derek, but Cleveland has knocked out Baltimore and San Francisco, but I still don't believe in them. But anyway, so I do like Baltimore at three. I'd probably put San Francisco at four. I like the Lions at five, but the secondary. Um, there've been a couple of games where some mediocre quarterbacks have taken them. Well, Geno Smith mediocre quarterback took him to task and Herbert just kind of made them look like a clown show, but, uh, yeah. So I would just move them down from four to five.
0: All right. Um, so the AFC North, um, at this point has, it almost seems like year after year, right? Uh, now that Cleveland is, is good. Um, got four great teams in that division, um, So top to bottom: Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Who's coming out of there, Steve?
2: If we're talking about the division,
3: I'm never betting against Baltimore. I mean, just it's a little it's a nice combination of everything. I wish the wide receiving core was a little bit better, but it's not terrible. Cincinnati always seems like somebody is banged up. Cleveland impressive, but not quite in. The Steelers, if they just had a halfway decent quarterback, would be really impressive. So I think Baltimore is the better team in the regular season. I think Cincinnati makes a better run in the playoffs because for all of John Harbaugh's uh, great coaching, like it took Joe Flacco hitting a Hail Mary against the Denver Broncos for them to have one Super Bowl, and I don't think he's had a particularly remarkable postseason career outside of that.
1: So that's where I land. Alex? I want to see a Cleveland versus Detroit Lions Super Bowl, and that's oh. not me saying what should actually happen, but that's just really what I want to happen. So I'm going to say Cleveland of rocks.
0: See, like the 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 armpit of I-75 Super Bowl or something like that. Like it just it feels how tripping, rad, doesn't it? I know it, it does. How rad would that be? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek, who's coming out who's coming out of the north?
4: Uh, I am surprised that Steve didn't back his new favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, but um, I'm going to actually go a different direction. Uh, Cincinnati is 5-4 and four right now, Baltimore 7-3, and three, but when I saw the Bengals against the 49ers on the road, that, that just reminded me of how good this team can be. Uh, the Texans pulled off the upset, but I, I feel like we're starting to see this team that won the AFC a couple years ago Come back into form. Uh big matchup. I think Thursday night game is Baltimore and Cincinnati. So uh very excited for that. So this to yes. be a very telling game. But um yeah, I am gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on Cincinnati.
0: Uh speaking of Baltimore, um there's an up and coming running back, uh Keaton Mitchell. Um last week, well two weeks ago had nine carries for their 138 yards. Uh, last week he had three carries for 34 yards, and I believe he had a touchdown in there too. I don't see that on the sheet, but I think he had a touchdown. Uh, and a catch for 32 yards. But in the second half of the game, oh, I can hear myself. Uh, the second half of the game, um, played only four snaps. Ravens squandered the lead. Um, Derek, why? what happened? Why, why aren't they riding him?
4: Um, I don't know, because I watched that game where he played really well, and so I'm a little bit, uh, baffled by that one. I, I heard someone say the other day that it's been a rough week for the Harbaughs, Um so, uh maybe they're just all together ha- having a bad week, but, um it's just one of those really annoying ones where why wouldn't you keep riding the hot hand? So, uh, it, it, it's a little inexplicable to me that he didn't play more. I just wonder if it's some of this,
3: like, it just seems like coaches are mean to running backs. And I don't have a better way to put it. Like, I was really frustrated watching the Monday night game last night for a lot of reasons. Um, but mostly, like, James Cook fumbles and, like, he doesn't get to play for a quarter and a half. Josh Allen throws multiple picks and we're cool. And this isn't about Josh Allen needing the bench. Like, I just don't get what the moral of the story is. Like, you don't pull offensive linemen if they get a holding penalty. Like, why do running backs have to catch this weird, thing and I'm connecting the dots here because like Keaton missed Keaton Mitchell missed a pass later on. Like he ran backwards. He got a negative two yard run. Like what? Like I don't understand what he did. Like he looked so incredible. And you were in the middle, like you said, Lucas, losing a two touchdown lead. Like how could this guy not have been helpful at that point?
0: Um speaking of We things- ran out
3: of- backwards. we ran. So we were good to go.
0: Yeah. Speaking speaking of putting things together I wonder if the uh, Buffalo Bills management, ownership, coaching, whatever, whoever makes these decisions, agrees with you, And that was part of the reason why they fired their offensive coordinator today. Maybe he had something against James Cook. There was a bad relationship there, and they believed more in the player than the coach. And they said, all right, see ya. Uh, that was a dumb move last night. You shouldn't have benched him for one fumble.
3: Oh, so you think skid marks did not make that call. You think... Uh... <laughs> Dorsey might have made
2: the call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not me. Derek, what do you think?
0: Did, we, um, did I start with? Sorry, your I had a little, little technical issue.
4: Yeah. Okay. So, no, I did, I did answer the initial question. If that, if we're not uh, circling back to that,
0: Al- Alex is uh, is distracting me with this <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ gifts because he legit looks like. Our, our lord and savior even with a halo above him with that light right now so uh, it's when, weirding me out i'm not gonna lie one of these yeah, is that like, like we'll like touched by a, an
1: angel thing yeah this is yeah. this is it steven this has been that moment we've known each other for 30 years or however old i am and then you can turn around <laughs> that light goes over me i'd be like steven you know you ever see that show touched by an angel <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm a guy I, oh come on you've seen touched by an angel it's like these angels insert their peop- they rudely insert themselves into people's lives. And they try to stop this lion from stealing their souls. And then, always in the last five minutes, the sun turns on And then they're like, oh, I'm an angel, David. And they're like, oh! And they always believe it when the light turns on.
3: I just can't stop seeing Jim Caviezel right now. It is just... Oh goodness. You know okay. What? It's
1: kinder than being called a young Santa Claus, so I appreciate you.
3: I don't see young Santa Claus at all. I see the other one. Okay. I got, we got to move Lucas. Rab is not, I'm going to fall <laughs> even farther off my stick right now. No, no,
0: I don't know. I'm quite enjoying this, but okay. Um, so Alex, let's talk about your favorite team, the New York Jets. Uh, oh, yeah. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, but they haven't been doing so well lately. So do you, put this on their head coach on on solid you put this on I love this uh, offensive coordinator Nathaniel can't hack it um their GM Joe Douglas quarterback Zach Wilson which I know you don't um or is everything fine are we just uh are we just overreacting here I'm gonna tell you who
1: made the mistake you right here Lucas I want you to write this down everybody listen I want you to write this down here at home write this in your little notebook is and it the sin if he doesn't this. And when they do about the documentary on the Jets, they're going to see that this was correct. I didn't hear what Steven said, but okay.
0: He's asking if it's a sin if we don't because you're Jesus Christ. Oh, they, <laughs> no, that's okay.
1: The person who made the mistake with the Jets is the person who decided to put all of their tokens in Aaron Rodgers. That was a big goof. It's not that he's bad. But they were literally like, we're going to bring this one guy from Green Bay who just has legendary status and put everything into him. And then he's gone after, what, three plays? Yeah. What? I mean, I know you're supposed to put a lot of effort into your quarterback, but, like, that's all they talked about. They tried to bring in people that he liked to even be a receiver for him. You know what I mean? They tried to fit guys around him, and then he was gone. And then they just had Zach Wilson. And then they were like, oopsie doodles, we didn't plan for this.
0: I'm just saying, that was a goof. That's a very fair point. Derek, what do you think? Um,
4: Well, I'm I'm not really comfortable disagreeing with Jesus. Um, I actually think that they should clean house and get rid of all the above guys. I feel like we've learned from... Minnesota picking up Dobbs, that it isn't that big of a deal to, as we make it out to be, to change your quarterback midseason or bring someone in. It's like this whole thing with oh, you have to know the system and the 200 plays and all the nuances. Like Dobbs came in, that the joke was he didn't know everybody's name. And I think it's like you know if you ever played, you know, street football as a kid, at some point it's like you go here, you go here, you get open, and like. You, you can actually do that. That I would think would be more successful than what the Jets are doing because they are, they are squandering a, 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 an incredibly good defensive unit. And, um, Sale has been saying the same old thing forever. And he's what, like started 30 games now as a quarterback, Zach Wilson. And we are not seeing anything. He has this occasionally decent game and it's like, Oh, he's, he's coming around. He's getting better last year, but I, I don't see it. I think he clean house. Steve I
2: like I, I don't I don't
3: want to blame Robert Salah. I think he's a good coach. Like I think Derek has a lot of merit to the argument of what Josh Dobbs has shown that you can do with a decent quarterback in a decent system. But the Milford Hunter is not anywhere near as good as Josh Dobbs. Like He's a bad football player, which is why I think they brought Rodgers in. I can get the idea of bringing Rodgers in. You have a win-now team everywhere else. I don't think this offseason there would have been a better option, unless maybe you traded for Kirk Cousins, but he had a no trade clause. Um, I think the GM is built a good team. I like Robert Sala. Like, so I would Zach Wilson is who he is. He's a crappy backup quarterback. You can get rid of him, but I mean, Josh Jobs is taken so who was going to start in his place? So the answer is you are getting rid of Nathaniel can't hack it because I still blame him for that field goal last year and bastardizing Javante Williams.
0: Yeah. It, it makes it look even worse now that um, when Rogers went down and I, I forget it was the coach or the GM or maybe both of them basically doubled down on Zach Wilson. Nope. He's our guy. He's our guy. There's, you know, there's nobody else out there Whatever. whatever. He's our guy. He's our guy. And then Minnesota is like, Oh, our guy got injured. Hold my beer, Um, and they went out and made a really smart trade for a a quarterback that's better than Zach Wilson. Sorry, Um, sorry, Alex. Hopefully, you made your money off the bobbleheads already. Uh, Oh, it's coming. Yeah, and and proved that no, you you can move on like you guys are you're saying and and be fine. Um, You don't you don't have to believe in the guy that you don't believe in. So anyway. Um, well,
1: so, oh yeah, go ahead, Alex. I was gonna say, I think Rodgers even came out to defend their offensive coordinator because, like, aren't, don't they know each other too? Oh, yeah, they're other boys. Thing. Yeah. That's a whole is other No,
3: we're all agreeing with you, Alex. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, okay. But then I think, well, who did they did they dropped somebody today, didn't they? The Jets.
3: Their third-string running back, Michael Carter. He was the scapegoat for this situation. Okay?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was. They had an all-players meeting, and they were like guys, I think it's all Michael Carter.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and everyone's like, me too.
3: But here's who, the thing. He's averaging four and a half yards of carry and has caught like 15 to 17 balls thrown his way. So, yes, he's the problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy who made that decision to cut Carter probably also made this decision to fire Ken Dorsey. I know it's two different teams, but it was the same guy. <laughs> I'm telling um. you
4: guys, psychological displacement. its a, It's a real thing.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's Bill's fault, too. So, Steve, mm-hmm. besides a uh, dedicated tight end, what other rule changes are you going to propose for our league next year?
3: I know it's not going to pass, Lucas, especially with you uh, as one of the staunch advocates against, but I really want to see what happens if we put this up to vote to become an auction league next year. Salary cap league, salary cap league. I know that changes the terminology.
0: Yeah, uh, okay. Uh moving on, Derek. <laughs>
4: wow. That's that's big. I got to like process that one for a second. I mean, I'm in two Oxen leagues, but uh wow, that would be an interesting shift. Um but to the question, I'm I'm actually not going to answer the direct question because I don't have a rule, but I do want to say uh when you guys have talked about the defensive scoring um, I think if it were not for the defensive scoring system, I I wouldn't have four wins. I might just have one win, uh maybe two at the most. So I am going to go to bat and defend, advocate for. We not change the defensive scoring system since it benefited me uh so much this year, I believe. So that's what I have to say on that. Yeah, so
3: not a singular change. Keep exactly as is.
4: Yeah, I'm like the guy I go to the same restaurant, order the same meal. I don't I, I'm usually averse to uh to most change. So the auction I've done before, so that would be an interesting thing. But otherwise, no, I don't have any specific recommendations.
0: So so Alex, your your uh puncher rule change went through last year, so if you're gonna go two for two, what's what's the one this year? I really want you to uh, you know. Wait on this one, stew on a little bit. Don't
1: immediately say no, okay. I say we draft NFL owners
0: <laughs> okay. i call I call craft,
1: okay, okay, that's pretty big, and we get points each week based on their stock prices for their individual whatever companies they work on.
0: Sounds like I'm going to be buying lots of boxes.
1: everyone in the stadium is part
0: of the team. Yep. and I think we should respect that. There you go. If anybody no, exactly. so
1: so stew on it, don't say no. Yeah.
0: yeah. If, if anybody can make that work, you could. Lucas, you got anything at the front of your mind? Um, no, I just want to be careful not to make this into not fantasy football. Um, because I enjoy playing fantasy football. <laughs> so, we'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> what waiver wire do you have this week, Steve? I don't think there is anybody
3: – I actually looked at the waiver wire list. I don't think – I'm one, Bobby's two. I don't think we'd do anything. I think your misses at three and looking really good but kind of needing to tighten up and to get more comfortable in the top six, she's somebody that should look at Keaton Mitchell. I know she's got two good running backs, but you just cannot have too many good running backs. You're one play away from having one good running back. So beyond that, the wide receiver core doesn't look great. Uh Trey Bride. Trey McBride, if you were desperate, I know we're at a tight end league, but uh I he's gonna be Kyler Murray's guy and he's looked really good too in the last three weeks. And the week he didn't look good, he's still at a forty percent target share. Just you know, Clayton tuned through the ball ten times. Like that's a guy I'd be looking at too. But that's it.
2: Alex, you got anybody? That's a great question. So we'll come back that to you. I missed. You. Yeah.
0: That Derek, how about you? <laughs>
4: Uh I think other than what Steve said, the only thing I was looking at earlier, because my app is not pulling up now, is uh is if you're in need for a quarterback, then I think I think Dobbs is available. So he could be an intriguing option for somebody. Interesting.
1: I appreciate all of your information on who we should pick up from the waiver wire because that's what we're talking about. Who is... would I pick up from the waiver wire? Okay. Indeed. Hmm. Martha Ford.
0: That's also a good owner. I got distracted because I just kept thinking about what else that I would include. So, it's not a problem. So I need your full attention on this one, though, Alex. No mm, Do you have a one for one for us today?
1: <laughs> no, I don't.
0: Oh, I failed you. That's I wasn't right. ready. That's that's quite all right. You you can have a pass this week. <coughs> yes. all, right. all right, boys. And we shall be jumping in. Now for one of life's great mysteries. It's the power, Jenkins. Give us a little tap there, Steve. Yeah,
3: I uh I was gonna pause. I wanted to ask Lucas, you actually made a really profound point. We were doing the rankings last week when you guys are debating. If Cam was going to stay in the one spot or not, and I think Lucas, what you said was, I think he just built up enough equity because he was so dominant for so long that he could, he could uh, afford some losses. So I'm just curious right now, like lost again. Do you think he's got equity in the bank, or do we see a new number one team this week?
1: I think I'm number one.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't have my sheet up, so I don't even know who's two. Is it Bob? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I'll say, yeah, he probably has enough equity, but I got to look at things first. Okay. How's that for a non-answer to answer?
3: <laughs> I like it, Derek. Where are you land in the plane?
4: Uh, I think. Well, Bob. Beat me quite handily. I think he scored almost 200 points. I'm going to say uh, Bob over, overtakes Cam at number one. All right.
3: Well, we shall see. But for right now, we're going to go to the other end of the spectrum. Still number one's in our heart, but number 10 on our list. Who is number 10 this week, lads? Hey, uh, first, can you do a recap? Oh, okay. yep, I absolutely can. I'm sorry about that. <clears throat> Pardon. Last week. Ten, Carly, nine, Senior, eight, Derek, seven, Kelly, six, Matthew, I was five, Artie, you were four, Junior, three, Bobbert, two, Cam, one. That's where we were at last week. All right. (laughs) Number ten. All right, guys, what do you think? Who is ten? It's, As
4: it's, uh, Steve would say, was 10, stays 10, Carly.
0: Yeah, it's got to stay Carly.
4: Carly,
0: Captain Carly. <laughs> Captain Carly. Was
3: 10, stays 10, 10th on ESPN. Guys, I'm going to give you a chance to think about this question while I talk about Carly's team, but Carly's 2-8 right now. Like, this is last stand time. Like, 6-8 and eight maybe gets you in the playoffs. There's no way with how we are at the top half of the bracket that five and nine or worse is going to get you into the playoffs. I want you all to put your thinking caps on and give me one tangible thing that you would do with Carly's team right now if this was you, or if you think that this is the best you can do and this has to be my ride or die, that's fine. But I think that this team is – I just think the bad luck this team caught was that Trevor Lawrence – Trevor Lawrence had him a bad Sunday, but I don't think Trevor Lawrence is defined by that Sunday. He is defined by – This year, just a really weird quirk that he has not thrown multiple touchdowns since early in the year. Um, He had been playing well overall. Beyond that, uh, Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey, like there's some top-end talent here, but there just isn't a lot. There's not a guy or two that's going to carry you the season right now like some of these guys could have done in the past. So here's the floor. If this is your team, this is it. You There is no tomorrow. Are you living and dying with what you have, or is there a move that you are making? Especially now that you are also likely down T. Higgins Thursday night.
0: There, there is no move to make. Um, There, there isn't. We just talked about waiver wire and how nobody is out there and available. And if you look at her roster. Technically, because we don't have a tight end only position, she does not have a top 10 player on her roster. Like her highest ranked player, I think, is 14th or 15th. Kelsey is two, but he's two for tight ends. If you take a look at all flex, heck, let's not do that. Let's just look at wide receiver tight end and take running back out of it. Um, Kelsey looks to be, I'd have to count, but he looks to be like, again, 14th or 15th on that list um there's just there's just nothing you can do um her players didn't hit there's nobody out there i i'm sorry but i, I
2: don't have anything for you
0: can you ride a have you, you have to yeah i mean you can make you can make you know you know waiver wire pickups and and make some take some chances there but um it's going to take more than that i think
4: Yeah, this this is probably not the creative answers you're looking for, but um I'd rather die with it. You've got Montgomery back now. Eckler's healthy. Um you just you don't want uh Johnson as your Deontay Johnson as your starting receiver or Tyler Boyd, but um yeah, I guess, cause, again, because of limited options. And I hope she doesn't make some great move because I'm worried she's going to overtake me and I don't want to finish last. I don't want to go from first to worst this season. Oh, don't worry. You have a buffer in there. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on you too, but my team's bad.
0: (laughs) So um,
3: this is noted for your team, Derek, but uh, just to throw it out there, she offers you CJ Stroud or she offers, yeah, she wants your CJ Stroud and she gives you Travis Kelsey.
4: Um honestly I'll take back everything I just said. I would do the I would do the deal. I I I would kill for a marquee offensive player and the only hesitation would be if I want to consider having Stroud as my keeper, but I think I would still um I would still lean toward toward Herbert, uh especially with the healthy Mike Williams and stuff back next year. So I'd probably make that deal.
3: Should she make that deal? Cause I think it gives you a starter for a bench player, but would she, is that a bad move for her?
4: I mean, goodness, uh, Stroud had like what, 60, 60 some points the other week. Um, it's kind of swinging for the fences, but, um, I think if I were her acting GM, I'd probably sign off. You got nothing, nothing to lose at this point.
2: Number nine. It's me, a hey, number nine. Problem it's me?
0: Let's okay. Lucas. Right, so I, I, think I, I Garrett, hate the whole Kelsey Taylor Swift stuff, and I just did it anyway. So
1: <laughs> why did you hate it? Taylor Swift's an icon. <laughs>
0: We're not even. Derek, did
3: you agree, Lucas? Are we three for three? Or did you have a different take? Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: <No>. Uh, Senior. <laughs> Was nine, currently nine, nine on ESPN. Okay, maybe this year isn't going as well as you hope, Lucas, but Bijan, 22 carries and a catch on Sunday. Is he finally a thing in fantasy football?
0: Oh, no. This year's gone exactly how I wanted it to go. Um, <laughs> I don't care. I really don't think. <laughs> um, if he is great, good for him. I'm happy for him. He seems like a nice person. Uh if it's not, then it's par for the course. Um, it basically boils down to uh while he's put up good numbers and, and been pretty decent, uh he he did not do what I thought he would do uh drafting him in the first round. So um and it just, you know, yeah. Maybe a better way to ask that question because I didn't do
3: it well the first time is accepting that this year is gonna be an uphill slog. I'm saying like as we go into next year, do you have some excitement that they're finally letting Bijan be Bijan or like, you're still a little burned and heck you may be thinking about keeping Puka instead. I'm not, I am
0: not keeping Puka. Uh, I'll tell you.
1: <laughs> Keep Puka and draft Cooper. Do it.
0: You coward. Puka cup, <laughs> cup, cup cup, Puka, Puka. That's right. That's what it was. The Puka the dream of reality. Oh, yeah. Well, Cooper cup would be available. Um, no, it's it's what week ten. Give me more of that first, and and then I'll let you know. Uh, one game does not a player make. Yes, it's trending in the right direction. Finally, uh, a little too late, uh, but yeah, give me more time. All right,
2: we will give you more time, and we'll start that by moving on to number number eight. That's me. Sure. Kelly. No. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, For two of you, yes. It was. um,
3: Derek was eight, stays eight, eight on ESPN. So, Derek, I burned your question when I asked about that trade with Carlos. So let me ask you a different question would you kind of alluded to like at this point, is it even contemplative of would it be Stroud over Herbert or no, we would be locked and loaded as Herbert as the keeper going into next year?
4: Um, Well, now that I just traded Stroud, I think, yeah, it sort of changes the dynamic of of the question. Um, But I've actually been, uh, I've been mowing that one over a little bit and, um, you know, Herbert's still putting up good numbers um, and I, I mean, he, he's still an elite quarterback, but I don't know what Stroud is doing is, is pretty impressive. And it just makes me wonder if he's just going to keep getting better and better. So if he continues on this run, because he, I mean, he has had some off games, or at least fantasy wise, some off games. So I guess I maybe need a little larger body of work to be able to yeah. judge it. So if I don't make a trade, I think that that is going to be the, Key question uh, for me this offseason. So that was my um, diplomatic answer of a, I don't know yet.
3: Well, I'm going to ask Lucas a question about you guys real quick. So maybe if you want to send Carly the trade off, we might get a live time except for <laughs> rejection. Be something like that of the match. Lucas, does the winner of you and Derek have a chance at the playoffs?
0: Only if it's Derek. Okay. There's a two game swing between the two of us. Between ninth and 8th, he is two games ahead of me. Um, With all your talk about Carly pretty much almost being out, I have the same record as her, so you can say the same thing about me. You've scored more points. Yay!
2: I'm just trying to...
0: (laughs) You're trying to what? Your cheering section. One of these years, you'll stop doing that, and I'll make the playoffs. So, Done. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> number seven.
1: Before we get to number seven, there was something that I forgot to bring up in the uh, before the rankings. So I'm sorry to, for whoever number seven is. I'm going to say Kelly. But did you all hear about this thing where Patrick Mahomes came out and said he only wore one pair of underpants for every single game he's played in the NFL?
0: No. Should, mm. should he be called Skid Marks? i <laughs> well,
1: We were talking about underpants. Apparently Chad Henney broke the news in a podcast and then Patrick Holmes admitted to it, to it. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that out.
3: Well, I, are you saying, are he saying he has
1: lucky pants that he only on game day? Yeah, he has a pair of lucky underpants that he only wears on game day. So if somebody would like to double check my facts, <laughs> while well, Stephen is talking about number seven, I'm going to say Kelly. <laughs> I actually think I have heard that story because they
3: were talking to the guy who does the who uh, the team manager who washes the clothes, and he talked about the importance of not screwing up Patrick Mahomes' boxer shorts. I forgot about that till you brought it up, so I do believe your story. Interesting,
1: thank you. No, I just I wanted a confirmation. You know more about football than I, and this is a story that intrigues me.
3: I appreciate that. Everything today, that's what's got your attention. That and the the Robert Kraft situation. I, you know, I'm over here finding the real news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, you went Kelly at seven. <laughs> Lucas is a clean you going someplace else.
0: Kelly? Uh, I say Kelly moves up a spot, so whoever was six moves down to seven. Who was that? Matt? That'd be Matt. And I will say Matt then.
3: All right, Lucas, you are the only one alive. Matt was six, currently seven, seventh on ESPN. Hey, okay. I, I can win something. Woo! <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. Derek, team is just—I am all inspired about trying to trade away all your parts here. If Kelly says no to your trade offer, you offer Matt, Justin Herbert for Brees, Hall, and Devonta Smith.
4: Uh, this is how my season is going. I'm trying to make this trade. I'm trying to like you know keep the drama going, and I—I I tried to propose a deal, and I get an error message. So just nothing is going right this season for me. So. Herbert for Hall and uh, who? Devonta Smith. Ooh, I think I like that deal better actually. Uh, okay, I'm glad I got the error message. I think I'm going to propose that one because <laughs> I'd love two two marquee players I'd still have be a good quarterback. Um, so I think it was meant to be that I got this error message. Let's let's go for that. I, I like Hall. I like I like uh, Devonta Smith.
3: Well while well, Derek's doing that, like Lucas Alex. Uh, before you kind of have your initial thoughts on the team, I want you to go pull up Matt's team and see what that would, in theory, do to the team to Freeze Hall and Devontae Smith off the team and to put Justin Herbert on the team. I think it does feel like it's in that game because he's got enough bench depth that I think they are still better off for the move.
0: I'm pulling it up as we speak. Oh, that's where I can do it. Sorry, I'm not listening because I forgot I wanted to send – a trade offer to Matt too. So let's fleece, fleece Matt's team and really make him, uh, improve. Here we go. I think Lucas, that was just
1: an excuse. Lucas wasn't paying attention. You should really get on, on him for that, Steve.
0: I know. I never paid. He's so. a
3: pretty smart guy. He could have 19 tabs open. He's got it all tracked. So if he made this trade, Matt would trot out a team of Justin Herbert, Christian McCaffrey, Cooper Cup,
2: DJ Moore, George Kittle, and Michael Pittman. Well, that'd be pretty good. Okay, in theory, yeah, that would be pretty good. We would have Christian Kirk on his bench still. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with Alex because
0: I just finished my trade proposal.
2: Right. Are, are we going to get some inside information, Luke, so what we'd
3: be looking to trade, matter? or it's going to have to be right I- to look through?
0: No, I forgot you had had suggested something to me last week and I'm finally acting upon it because sure, why the hell not? All right, all right. Okay. All right. Well keep me posted, lads. All right,
2: six. Number six. Kelly.
0: Kelly. I am wondering if I have her go to who was who was five last week? You were?
2: Yeah. No, I'll say Kelly.
3: The run continues. Kelly was seven, currently sixth, sixth
2: on ESPN. Laz, this team is on fire. Right now, the weak link on this team is? Derek Henry? Is, is that my hot take? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, if you're just looking at her starting lineup, yeah.
1: Oh, dang, Dak got 60 points last week?
0: <laughs> yeah, in three quarters. Uh, right. um, yeah, no, I mean. Her defense. Uh, there you go. There there you go. They're on a bye. That's, that's a big weak link. Also, they weren't
1: that good. And
0: defenses are important now. Yeah. That That's true. Um, boy, Etienne is third, or, or the third best running back in our league. Yep. That's Wow. Yeah. I, wow, Derek Henry, I would say. <laughs> I
3: don't know what the other guy's thinking. I'm going to argue that it's Dak Prescott. Not that Dak Prescott is bad before saying what's the weakest position of all her stars. I think Dak has been phenomenal for three weeks, but look at the stat line the six weeks before that. And it has been a pretty a shootout with Philadelphia, a terrible New York Giants team, and a L.A. Rams team that was jotting, or toting out, prep ripping. Then the playoffs, they're going to be playing Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit. Those are some good secondaries and some good defenses. Again, not that Dak Prescott sucks. I just don't see the upside that other elite quarterbacks have. This is a great team. This is just one thing that I think is going to hold them back from maybe being the elite team.
4: I do. I do. Just wonder if this is now the decline for Henry. We're in the second half of the season. He was a no-show last week. We've been talking about like when. When is the the mileage going to finally start to fade for him? So I I get to Prescott. Will definitely have his disappearing act. But I'd probably agree with Henry as the weak link.
3: Yeah, it's hard. With the team isn't as good, so they actually have to pass the ball now. They can't just run it around run it a lot. So. Yeah, I can see that too. I just, uh for some reason, I'm actually starting to warm up to Derrick Henry. But uh anyway, so nice job by Kelly. Either way, it's been a nice rally.
0: Number five. Num- wow. Sorry about that. I was just really excited about number five. <laughs> you are <laughs> forgiven. <laughs> uh, um. Yikes. Nice. I'll say Steve.
2: Steve!
0: <laughs> Cleans with Derek. Uh,
4: no, how, how dare I do this, but, um, Alex? How dare you?
3: <laughs> I, I can't, can, I just, I can't look at the screen when he says that. I feel like Derek has just sinned. Um, I just, the no <laughs> disappointment. Um, I fit for like, I don't know, the 14th straight week in this nine week season. Um, I actually thought I was going to go up after last week, but moving on. All right, lads, uh, lineup advice. Tank Dell versus Arizona or Dalton Kincaid versus the Jets next week?
0: Uh, I would always take the wide receiver, especially on this all-of-a-sudden potent uh, Houston Texans offense. Um, I'd go Tank Dell.
4: Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Jets defense is always kind of intimidating, so I don't like that play, and that offense is, uh, is rolling, so I'd take, I'd take Dell too.
2: Alright, is it a clean sweep, Alex? Sure is. Well, I can't argue with you. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number four. Kim uh, sounds so, he says that.
2: Lucas, Jr.? Am I still betting 100 a, a here, Steve? You are. You're the only one left?
0: <sighs> really should be because Alex is two games in front of Jr. Um, yeah, I'll say Jr. Okay, Lucas, Jr.
3: Jr. Jr.? Well, for the first time, you have all missed.
2: Yeah, like I said, it should be so. Uh, <laughs> but it's Alex. Yeah. Alex, Alex was fourth, currently fourth, and fourth on ESPN.
3: Alex, you beat Camp two games in a row. Have you finally slayed your dragon?
1: Did you slay <laughs> your dragon? You know, I don't think I've slayed it. I think I just... I let me tell you, I won the battle. But I'm losing the war. So I think that's a good analogy for that. I very rarely beat Cam. It feels nice. Love you, Cam. You did really good this week. Your team really tried back their best. Back. Give them all their, give them all the pats on the back, you know what I mean? Except for Josh Allen. It, he didn't yeah. do too good, but you know, just give him a talking to. However, also I did have digs on my team and he didn't throw to digs. So it kind of evened out. Alex,
2: great <laughs> yeah. idea. Great idea. Let's do it. I send you Sam LaPorta
3: and Jack Fox. You send me your choice of DeAndre Hopkins
2: or Tyler Lockett. LaPorta? Mm Mm-hmm. No. No?
1: No. Huh. Okay. I'm going to have to do it on this one. Jack Fox is my boy, but... I'll be fine without him. Okay. He's always on my team in spirit.
2: I respect that.
3: Okay. So no trade coming out of this corner of the universe. All no, right.
1: I like having two people I can guess as to which one's going to explode this week
3: <laughs> and <to laughs> always
1: be wrong. <laughs> Number
2: three. Junior. Junior. Junior
3: was three stays three fifth on ESPN. Junior I've given up. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but if Justin Fields comes back this week, are you going to play Justin Fields? Or are you going to play Geno
2: Smith?
1: Justin Fields for the memes. Believe in your boy. That's my answer.
2: I would go
4: with, uh, I go with Geno. Gino killed it last week against the Commanders. I keep riding him.
0: Who who is Seattle playing this week?
3: San Fran at home. San Francisco. Seattle is at home for San Francisco. Oh God! No, you play
0: fields.
4: Um, play fields. I'd like to retract my answer. And yes. <laughs> next time I'll look at the opposing defense.
0: Gino has only done decently well this season when he's played a bad defense. When he plays good teams, he sucks. Just ask Cam.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I was one week ahead. Uh, Gino goes to the Rams.
2: And just I'll go back to taking Gino. Nah, I'd still stay with Fields. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Number two. Oh man, Cam. Say Cam. Uh, Bob, yeah. Cam was number one last week. He didn't fall. He did not fall. I'm gonna say Cam was one. Falls to two. Oh, Second wow. on ESPN as well. Cam.
0: All That's right. Fun. That's what happens when you play Alex twice.
3: Yeah. All right. He's lost three of four, but Justin Fields is coming back in three weeks. Are we talking about Cam? Are we more likely to talk about Cam in the number one spot or falling
0: lower than two? I think he meant Justin Jefferson, Um, but yeah, Uh, that will only help. I thought with cousins gone, even him coming back may not help, but I, I don't know. I, Dobbs has been looking good, but it, you need to see a little bit more, but at least it's not as much of a fall off, um as it was before. So I think Jefferson really helps him out, uh, if he can come back sooner rather than later. Either way, it's, you never bench Justin Jefferson. You're playing him anyway, and you're just hoping for the best.
3: That's true, he just needs two or three plays, and he's, he's just as good as anybody else.
4: Yeah, I, I think Cam has – I think he still has the best roster here, so I, I think he's going to reclaim the throne at some point. Um, I, I don't see him falling further.
3: All right. All right. I – All right, sorry, words were hard for me right there. I think we got a lot of teams coming up right now. Cam is great, but there is just uh... – but yeah, I think you could make arguments for about three or four teams right now. If Kelly hadn't had a cold start, I think she's there um as well. But uh, anyway. All right, so let's move on to the main event.
2: Number one. <laughs> Robert right.
3: is. Was two up to one, also now the number one team on ESPN. <laughs> Lucas, do you have in front of me how in front of you how long did Cam's reign last?
0: I do not have that uh, in front of me for now. So, but I would, I, I think it's probably six or seven weeks.
3: Okay. We we are going to play a, a little game, lads. Um, no looking at your technology. Last two weeks, Bobby has benefited from Noah Brown: thirteen catches, three hundred and twenty-five yards, and a touchdown. Does anyone want to guess how many years Noah Brown has been in the league?
0: I'm going to pass on this because I have him in dynasty and I know the answer to this question. Okay. Three. Um,
4: so I know he um, either played on the Cowboys or was cut by the Cowboys. So I think there was multiple years Um but I'll just say two. But I'll go. I'll take the under on Alex's
2: three. So it's no.
3: You're both. You're all wrong. Or is it four? It's seven.
4: Uh, oh
0: jeez. Oh, I'm thinking of a different player. <laughs>
3: um, I'm, depending on who you argue, he did not play in 2019. But if you give him credit for that year, this is a seventh year in the league. Okay. Next question about Noah Brown in his seven years in the league he currently has 21 receptions where does that rank as far as his career best Is this his first the best year his worst year third best year where would you rank it uh
4: since he clearly never made a name for himself in the first six years for me at least uh i would say this is his best year 21
0: i would say
2: this so far is his third best year Second. It is his
3: second best year for receptions at 21, his second best year for yards in 439, and his second best year with one touchdown reception, and it's not a tie. So I don't know what to make of that, and just everyone can have two good weeks or C.J. Stroud is that good or somebody is a late bloomer, but that just really caught my attention. Uh That Bobby, despite all his riches, also manages to pull Noah Brown out of nowhere. Apparently, where my voice is also gone. All right, so that <laughs> is the top ten, lads. So we are going to go ahead and finish up with the
2: finish up with the what? Sorry, finish up with the magic. <laughs> All right,
3: the jank of the week: two cam versus three junior. Alex, who do you have? Junior. Derek, what do you have? Okay, right, cam. Alright, hold on. Difficulties here.
2: Lucas.
0: Uh yeah, I'm starting to get a little worried about the Bills and, and Josh Allen, so I'll go junior.
3: I think Josh Allen throws a little bit extra stink on it this week and the Bills run wild, so I will take Cam. Alright. One Bobby versus seven Matthew. Derek, what do you have? Bobby. Lucas. Bobby. I believe in Matt. I'm going to back it up. Alex. Matt. Xander, you four get ten. Carly. Lucas, who do you have? Uh,
1: Alex. Good job. Tiltes. Yeah. Uh, Alex. I'm going to pick Alex. How dare you. Derek. (laughs) Alex. All right
3: 5, Kelly versus 6 Steve I think it's going to be a good one But my guys are back from bye And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to put up on a show On Monday night So I will take myself Alex
2: Steve versus who? Kelly Kelly How dare you Derek
4: That's a tough call um, but I'll I'll will I'll take uh, I'll take Steve.
3: Yay. All right, Lucas. Kelly. Damn it. How dare you. All right. Eight. Derek versus nine senior.
0: Oh.
4: Oh, we're playing.
0: This is an unwatchable matchup. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas. How dare you?
2: <laughs> Derek. Um. Yeah, I'll take myself. Lucas, smart play. Go with Derek.
3: I am going off the grid, lads. I am predicting a tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: You want a trade trade or update? He said to keep you posted.
0: Oh, did he respond to it already?
4: No, no. The reason I couldn't make a trade is because I had James Conner on my uh, IL, IRA. So uh, that that's where the uh, hiccup. So now I can decide between these two trades. I still, I'm going to go with the Herbert offer for the the two marquee offensive players, Hall and Smith. So that's not really a great update, but there you go. Well, I'd
3: like to know that the technology has been fixed. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have any
0: recommendations for the week? Um, I re- recommend if you're, if players on your team are not doing well or they are doing well, come out to the city that they play in and give them a big hug. Thank you, Seattle Seahawks. You're you're helping me win Dynasty.
4: I recommend that you watch the NFL this weekend. I recommend you watch the NBA this weekend.
2: Boo!
4: That <laughs> Alex and just send it out to everybody. Again. <laughs> all
3: right. Until next time, um, I Alex is having some trouble. <laughs> if you could help Gracie deal with all her physical ailments and walk again, I'd really appreciate it.
1: I, I, you know, I didn't know she couldn't walk, but I, I'm just more distracted by the, the sounds that are happening right now. Oh, is it too loud for you? No, it's just so all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Who's Gracie? Well, now I hear it.